Do yeah. That. Okay. I've I've noticed that I'm in a lot of these podcasts and it gets kind of weird, but now I've embraced it as the host of this podcast. So Nice. I'm gonna nice. be like, hey guys, welcome to the next episode of CVA Podcast, where we talk about sponsorship today. I'm joined by two of our or both of our lovely sponsorship execs. Go ahead. Uh so it's Ahmed Abdraouf with Sinja. <laughs> I'm Lilia Mulchanova. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time we've got last names. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> yeah, he time, said all his I'll names, like, so I felt obligated <laughs> to say. Already did it. <laughs> Son of, it just keeps on going. <laughs> uh, so for our talking points today, uh, for people's convenience, no one listens to these. But for anyone who does, uh, we're going to be talking about previous issues that we've had with sponsorship, um, what we did over the summer last year to fix some of those issues. Um, this is something I've actually been talking about with friends and on my Twitter that you guys don't follow um, about the sponsorship team. So uh, that'll be fun to talk about. And then the sponsorship we did per event and the different strategies we implemented, the fun deliveries we've had and recommendations for the future. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's start with the small debrief on our previous issues. The previous issue with sponsorship, I think a lot of it stemmed because it was my fault and I've never done sponsorship before for any club. While at the well, like the other CVO stuff, like I've done before, and I was able to like kind of do with the team, and then like kind of leave them to do on their own. But with sponsorship, never done it before or successfully done it before. Uh, so I always left the sponsorship team to like fend off on their own, which wasn't great because a lot of times they were new to the team, kind of like both how both of you were, and you kind of have an idea of how the team works or what you need the money for. Um, so they would spend like eight months, nine months just figuring that out. And by the time it was the 10th month, the SLA was like a few weeks away. Um, last year we were able to get like a last minute sponsor, um, which was really nice. Um, but for the most of the year, it was kind of nil. While for this year, we'll talk about a lot of successes throughout the year and it's kind of scaled up. Um, so that's why this year you guys might remember we had like weekly or bi-weekly sponsor meetings over the summer, just the three of us yeah yeah we did not have that for the rest of the team <laughs> um it's because i wanted to like some really hardcore focus on this team because it was our weakest point and i think it's paid off magnificently <laughs> so that was it was really just like having more meetings and being more involved and like really focusing on it early rather than later and also warning you guys one of the things was that you hear so many no's during the year it, it's really discouraging i feel that's why I was like to you guys, I was like, you're going to hear a lot of notes. I don't know if you guys remember. And just be like ready. To... You guys actually heard a lot of yeses. So maybe was uh, <laughs> <laughs> not a great warning. No, yeah. I, I remember I remember like when we, like in the, in the summer when we were talking about it, you were like, uh, get ready to hear a lot of notes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was nice to know that because like uh, we, were, we had that in mind to prepare to make sure that uh, like whatever happened in the past, we can kind of adjust it because like we, we we know it's the like repeated answer to that uh, and it's great like uh, the fact that we started so early in august to have meetings about it's definitely like made a like a big change like a lot us to prepare yeah i don't know i didn't hear as many no's as i thought i would i was left on red more than than i heard a no <laughs> um it was actually really simple the first two points but the next point sponsor per event we can really get into it um Someone wants to take it away for uh, the first event we did was the club's fair. We got Nando's for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so the club's fair, we didn't really know what we were doing still. Like, we were kind of, like, focusing on SLA, and we didn't know, like, how many uh, prizes, kind of, and, like, who'd, who would give us, like, little prizes for the club's fair. 
Um, so Ahmed got Nando's and then Instables. And I think those were the, our only sponsors for that time, right? Yeah. So for for the clubs, we got the the Nando's. And then for the conference, I think we got the Instables, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember the the Nando's because like we were uh, like as Lily mentioned, like the strategy wasn't as clear before. Like it was after when we got like so many uh, sponsors, and like I remember just uh, like uh, seeing Nando's and getting a reach to the uh, to the manager of the of the branch, and so it was very exciting to actually go there to, to the actual restaurant and pick up the the coupons. <laughs> that was the f- the first like you know authentic experience I had with the sponsorship. Uh, but yeah, definitely. Then after that, it became clear like. Uh, how we can kind of target more of the people or the the sponsors but it was very exciting to be honest because i think the issue like our first time around is what that we were trying to be really formal with our emails and then when we did the the, the club's game show we were just like dming dming small businesses <laughs> and it just worked so much better because it was more direct um and right to them like nobody's checking their email or if they are they're probably ignoring it because they don't send red receipts but with instagram dms you know if they read it or not <laughs> <laughs> that is true i remember with nando's was our first experience was like remember how we we're talking to that lady or the the person from nando's and they were just like super informal they're like yeah just come pick it up wherever yeah like, <laughs> yeah <just> exactly <laughs> which we didn't expect you know expect yeah. it to be very formal but then i think as you mentioned that's what we realized that it's not as formal as we expect like if you actually mm-hmm. more chill with them you're more likely to actually get a, a yeah. response yeah they don't care so yeah exactly that's it <laughs> yeah they just kind of want they're free promotion they don't really care why they're giving their stuff out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, literally. Yeah, we didn't we didn't tell Nanda's much about like what the event was, or like they didn't even care or anything. They were just like, "Here's the coupons," and they just trusted us <laughs> on the promotion, and we promoted them so much. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> we were so excited for like I think it was four coupons or something, or uh, something like that. Yeah, four four coupons. I yeah, think, for, like four uh... coupons, and we were like promoting them every day for like <laughs> six hours. Or a six hour event. Literally, after every club, was... we were like, shout out to Nando's <laughs> on Elgin. <laughs> yeah, that was that was our first. So we were pretty excited. Uh, um okay, yeah, that was that was good. Um and then we got Instables, like you were saying, for the conference. Yeah. That was an interesting way of getting at them as well, because um I remember it was because they followed us on Instagram. <laughs> They followed us on Instagram, so we're like, yes, this is an opportunity. And then I think I, one of you DM'd them on Instagram or something like that. No, I think you DM'd them uh, and you were like, I want to collab. Uh, and then you were like, I don't know how I'm going to collab. <laughs> You're like, guys, figure it yeah, out. Pretty, yeah, yeah, that's something that's happened. I like uh, messaged them. I was like, let's collab on a future project. They were like, yeah, we're so down. And then I had not thought of anything. So I was like, now nah, I'm going to hand it over to you guys to figure this out. And then I think, uh, Ahmed, you called them or something? Yeah, I gave them a call and then they, they confirmed that they would like just leave a message or like an email or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they just, uh, yeah, that was like the final confirmation. Um, wow, we're speeding we're speeding through these. Um, but <laughs> next up is, actually, it's actually kind of related because this the whole Instagram angle is how we then launched into our massive like outreach to like small businesses in Ottawa. You guys want to talk about that? Yeah, I was just like DM like Ahmed too. We were just DMing uh, small businesses in Ottawa on Instagram, asking them to be our sponsors, and it just came to a point where we just had like so many like little prizes that we didn't know how to how to <laughs> bundle them for our winning clubs. Um, yeah, but it was a really fun time, no. and people were very responsive and really like eager to give. Um, this was like when did it was a bit before? This is January. 
Yeah, our event was in January, but I think we started reaching out in like November and December. Mm. November. So even even like yeah. before the holidays, people were still very eager to give and like are, we're very excited and collaborating. So I think that was really awesome um, on the end of the small businesses. Yeah, I have to say that was one of the greatest ideas ever. Like the, <laughs> the, fir- the, fir- the first portion was the fact that it was local businesses because like it's worked out really well for them to be able to expose them and also for us to be able to have that kind of direct contact with them and ha- like uh, give them like a platform and the second thing is the fact that uh, when we contact them on instagram it was a, g- a whole game changer you know like the <laughs> fact that you can just directly leave a message and initiate a partnership just like that you know that very immediately that was a game change like i remember like Ria mentioned like it was overwhelming like you see open the inbox you see like 20 <laughs> businesses like on top of each other but it's worked out great honestly like uh, especially for them the fact that we allow them to have an opportunity to expand more and to get more exposure so mm-hmm. it's, it's worked great yeah it came to the point where we had yeah. a, a spreadsheet like because <laughs> we couldn't <laughs> keep up <laughs> <laughs> with, with my amazing co- color uh, yeah color oh my god uh, <laughs> don't bring that up man <laughs> the worst the worst colored spreadsheet i've ever seen i'm gonna i was I, like when i sent this message to you i had to preface this i was like Ahmed, you're an amazing person like you do amazing work and it's been a pleasure so far but this is the ugliest spreadsheet i've ever seen <laughs> just um, I, don't, I don't think anyone in the history like ever put like a brown color into the spreadsheet but i did <laughs> it was just browns or something it was just like <laughs> you have like an array of infinite amount of colors and you just pick different shades of brown and, and the thing is you didn't even like create a legend or anything <laughs> like usually yeah, some like... some colors would be like self-explanatory like green is like okay we're, we're yeah. good to go red isn't isn't but you have like brown and yellow like <laughs> <laughs> like light brown dark brown what does it mean it, oh no it was like it was like a, a guessing game for you what does this mean i don't know what no it wasn't it was like i'm gonna i'm gonna redo this game for me because it was not a usable spreadsheet um but oh. but yeah i think um with the small businesses it was also really great because we got to work with small businesses which is something we always want to do instead of like big corporations because um, like Ahmed was saying a bunch that it helped them a lot and we're also like I know we promised this way early herb, so it's a quite late now but we are hoping to like still help them more like the ones we've already worked with and I'm like I was redoing the website just like yesterday of recording this uh, podcast but we're going to add like a list of small businesses that we worked with kind of like how we have a clubs list um, and the like, details on them the students can always check out um, so yeah I was, I was that was really fun to do and it was like yeah, the first okay. time we were like yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I was like, it's the first time we've suffered from success because there was too many for us to handle. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> it was just getting overwhelming at the, how many different items we had. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say like one of uh, one of my favorite things is the fact we you contact like the the people who who like founded the business themselves. Like mm-hmm. you just get in contact very quickly with them, and you see like the people behind the businesses, which is like a a whole unique yeah. interaction compared to like contacting Nando's and like. Yeah, you talk to the local manager, but there's no way you're gonna talk to someone who's a, on yeah. the top. But <laughs> the local business, you talk to the people who actually, who are, who are behind all of this, and that was a very nice like uh, thing to do. Like, uh, it's it yeah. was very exciting to have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know you were saying we'll talk about deliveries at the end, um, because there were some deliveries and meeting these people at their stores, but yeah. you mentioned um that you never get to talk to the guy in charge, the top. But you did talk to someone in charge for the SLA with RBC. Yeah. <laughs> so we could talk about that now because that was more of a formal, more, it was very different because we had a package and emails 
stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, like that, that one was because, yeah, as I've mentioned, like with big like companies or corporations, you know, like RBC, it, it's very hard for you to get like a hold of someone you can actually, you know, propose like sponsorship, uh, like, uh, uh, you know, packages to or like requests. And that was the thing with RBC. Like I kept searching, searching like online and it's, it was hard to find like a directory where you can find like a list or like individual you can actually call. So when I came across like an individual that I found it, <laughs> maybe I can call. <laughs> I saw, I saw, I think, I think it was like an, um, something like with investments or something like that. And he was like the head of something like, I was like, okay, this maybe it's actually could be uh, like, I could initiate the contact with them, but I did not expect them to be at the level where they are. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I thought, I, I thought like they, they might have some sort of role with sponsorship or something like that. I was like, okay. <laughs> and then when, when I actually gave them a call, he was like, uh, yeah, like I deal with like a million dollar investments and stuff <laughs> like that. And like, I was like, okay, but the nice thing, he was very chill about it. That's what yeah. I liked about it. Like he was, he was so chill. He was like, yeah, I deal with that. But I was like, okay, I was like, this is what we want to do. So to be like cool to actually, if we have a contact and then that's when he, he gave us the, the contact that we had with RPC, but it was definitely <laughs> was such an interesting experience. I didn't expect it. So when I called him, he was like, I was like, okay. I'm surprised <laughs> okay, he just picks up. Like, what? Exactly, exactly. I didn't, I didn't, uh, that's what was surprising as well. Like, he just picked up and we we're just talking. And I was yeah. like, okay, all right, then so we're doing this then. Ahmed <laughs> <laughs> is about to land a million dollar sponsorship if he just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for the SLA, we had started like. This was like something we started in May, right? This is something we built up to. Mm-hmm. Um, like a lot of packages and a lot of emails and a lot of filling out forms. Um, yeah. But RBC Including was... the f- faculties and the... Yeah, we'll RBC. talk about that. I've, I've, I was thinking yeah. about that. But I wanted to like focus on yeah. RBC where it was it mm-hmm. was also very unique because we did it with the club bank accounts, which Lilia, you were a super part of. Um yeah (laughs) um i think we were just trying to set up a system that um made it convenient for clubs to have bank accounts and also really cheap because i think i don't know how much were they paying for club bank because what was the cheapest rate for clubs at other banks yeah thing is with clubs bank because with club funding so the context of the club funding we can't give club funding if you don't have a club bank account so without the brilliant ideas like we set up uh, one place you can go to um, and yeah, they were paying like, there was varying, but some people were paying like a lot of money. Some people were playing like just about as much as RBC, but we wanted to set like a standard and that's where. Yes. Um, yeah. So we created like, like a, an agreement with them so that clubs could just go there for like a very small fee, monthly fee. Um, and I guess out of that came our sponsorship because we were like, Hey, look, we're bringing you so much business. Could you help us with the SLA? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, and and it also was very convenient the fact they were opening uh, RBC uh, on campus, like a, a branch on campus, because that was kind of like it fused both of those, like the partnership with, that we had, because uh, like we we like we negotiated with them, like honestly, the it's the best deal like with the banks for the students, and it's yeah. it's worked out perfectly because uh, it kind of allowed us to have this long lasting uh, partnership, and yeah. on the campus it's very easy, like hopefully when things, uh, you know, get back a little bit to normal, like you can very easily go t- to the branch and have like a you know do the cvo deal there right there with the banking yeah. it's very easy and as lydia mentioned that's allowed us to kind of segue into that uh to that sponsorship because mm-hmm. again like we have like a, a much deeper you know uh mm-hmm. partnership yeah i mean so now you know like we're saying we're saying contact with them like for example with sasha now is uh, mm-hmm. doing the the leading the workshop uh it's very nice like it's uh it's the like we formed the basis of that like partnership which exactly which is exactly what we wanted exactly. and now it's very pleasant you know like we have that you know cvo and the rbc on campus like we have that like uh, hopefully that's gonna last like as far as long as 
uh, it's possible. So it's very cool, like the fact that we can we it started like that and end up like, to this point. Mm-hmm. So it was very very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, then yeah, the faculty sponsorship. This is actually a funny story I already told in the events podcast. As you guys know, the awards we have the innovation in business and innovation in engineering. Those awards solely exist so that we could get faculty sponsorship. Like we don't have those initially last year, and then I came up with them. So we're like, okay, we're gonna make these. I'm gonna contact the faculty to sponsor their own event. So far, only one faculty has. But it wasn't even it wasn't even the faculty sponsoring us. It was the. Oh yeah, the, the faculty governments or the student councils. Yeah, yeah, we did get a response from the faculty, but they didn't really follow up uh, yeah. after that. But it was the students, uh, many of the student bodies. because yeah. the stu- students are trying to promote like their their clubs, right? Like the student, the what was mm-hmm. it? The student, the student council, yeah, <clears throat> wanted to help out their clubs by um, by sponsoring, but they. I don't know the, the faculties themselves i don't know if i should say this on the podcast but it doesn't seem like they really care about student student success <laughs> <laughs> well there goes any future sponsors you're about to get <laughs> no maybe maybe it'll motivate them too <laughs> um but even with the student councils we only got one so like so if you guys want to talk about like that getting no's from them and like the yeses yeah, the the students councils. Uh, we start contacting them uh, during August. I remember. Uh, the same time we start contacting contacting the the faculties as well. Uh, a lot of them. So I I remember like meeting with a a bunch of them. So I think I met with the uh for the engineering. I think I met with, uh, and we discussed basically the partnership and everything. Uh, I met also with the uh for uh, for Telfer, the ones we actually end up getting the sponsors from. Shout out to Telfer. Shout out to Selfer. <laughs> um, others, we, we had more contact, like, for example, the science. The science, uh, which was reasonable, like, they, they reserved their, their sponsorships more for, like, the science clubs because we did go through the entire process of, like, uh, I remember talking to the president and uh, she was very, like, enthusiastic about what we're doing, but uh, just the fact that it was more reserved for the science uh, clubs. But, but yeah, for Telfer, uh, uh, amazing, like, this the sponsorship, like, the sponsor, VP of sponsorship. Drew, amazing like uh, i remember that we started having now we still have contact with each other uh and they were really amazing as lilia said they they really care about their their clubs uh and their faculty and uh he, we, when we talked they always um was always like yeah we, we hope that we see clubs winning in the for Telfer and stuff like that uh but yeah it was it was really nice for the other students uh like the councils i do believe that uh, uh cvo would get more partnerships with them uh based on the discussions because we got a response from all of them uh majority uh, it was a covid related issue that they couldn't ha- do that others it was more logistical but i do believe that it's uh, after the summer we're gonna have like uh more partnerships with them for sure like they were enthusiastic about it. I think it was also partially like exposure for us um i don't know I don't know. It doesn't seem like faculties really knew about what we were doing. Um, so I think as time goes on, um, our event will become more prominent in the student community um, and therefore have faculties and more student councils sponsor us. And and also, like, hopefully the the fact that how the event went, it creates like a dominoes effect because... Uh, now we can have we can uh, like have credits or credible like uh, things to say like we already had student councils we already had this and that mm-hmm. and that so jump jump on the train you know like yeah. not like before we would say okay 
take take this leap of faith with us or trust yeah, us exactly now we can actually support it with more like more proof and evidence that's happened so that's hopefully also has like a positive effect uh in the future uh, but we also had an mm. interesting sponsorship with the graduate student association yeah there's a lot there Ahmed, you want to talk about that sure yeah like the, the for the graduates association like uh the, the advantage that we had that you already had a discussion with the with them before so it was like up to us to to finalize that, that partnership and they were again like the i think this is also a part of the expansion that i hope that will happen in the future with the graduates clubs being involved um because we do uh, like despite the fact that less students there and less clubs but i think that uh, when we fuse them together there'd be like more motivation for them to win awards also in the sla and, and get more funding so that was great. That was a great like partnership to have with them. They were also amazing. Like they they were enthusiastic. Uh, they loved being as part of the. I remember you told me a uh, part of the committee for the uh, SLA yeah. as well. Uh, so so yeah, no, they were they were great, and I hope that we're gonna have even a bigger. Uh, they can have even a bigger part in the in the next year, and we have even bigger a bigger partnership because that would give opportunity for clubs to be like graduate clubs to be more motivated and students mm-hmm, to do mm-hmm. to have an opportunity to do more. Um, but yeah, like the discussions with them were nice. Uh, they were straightforward. They told us, uh, they asked us direct questions of uh, where the the funds would go and what, how we'd use them, and we provide them also what they needed. And after that, it was just about uh, like logistics and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it was great. I love how they were the only ones who asked where the money would go. Yeah, everyone else was like, "All right, have fun." <laughs> they were very they were specific. Like, they were like, "What do you mean? You're spending like so much money on an online event? They had to like send them a detailed budget." Yeah, like, this is and that's what's. Once comes the like you mentioned the online portion where yeah. you, a lot of, you, you're afraid that people might get not afraid you're you don't want people to get skeptical or to, to, to stuff like mm-hmm. that even though we are using the money for for the events yeah. Uh, so yeah they were the only ones they really went direct but we did give them like a yeah. breakdown everything we were not scamming anyone <laughs> yeah we're not scamming anyone, exactly <laughs> we had a budget um, okay so yeah I think those are most of the sponsorship stuff um, other than the deliveries you guys want to talk about the deliveries stuff now. I wasn't really a part sure. of that, yeah, Ahmed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you were suffering. Um, I actually, <laughs> I actually brought a uh, um, a guest speaker for for the delivery discussion. Really? Um, yeah. Really. Oh my! God. <laughs> <laughs> the moment said delivery, her name just appeared in my right now. <laughs> Wait. Hello. Hello. <laughs> the driver. <laughs> <I'm listening. laughs> Introduce yourself, Manisa. Hi, I'm Anissa. I am the ex-VP Marketing, which is very sad. But, uh, yeah, nice to see you guys. Were you guys expecting me? No. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. That was, that was very smooth. But, but yeah, the reason why Anissa is here is because she was our main delivery person alongside Ahmed. She was took care of a lot of that, so if you guys want to take it away. Me and Ahmed, we're like partners in crime. Oh, we are. <laughs> i don't know i don't know how many to- uh, kilometers in total you've covered them oh my god we I covered think... the entire city of ottawa <laughs> it's because okay it's because you were delivering the prizes from all the various sponsors we have to the winners right mm-hmm. and we had so many like we talked about yeah so munisa would you like to go through the the driving experience stuff like that oh man i don't even know how much gas i was supposed to be reimbursed <laughs> But the drive was kind of crazy. You know, I went to all these places. I've lived in Ottawa all my life and uh, haven't even been to these areas and neighborhoods. 
very uh, interesting i feel bad i think it was my fault that you guys had to like drive all around the city 500 <laughs> times i should have just said oh like go to the office and pick up your prize but no i was like okay, we'll do deliveries it's fine <laughs> and then people give us addresses that you guys can't even access <laughs> how did that talk that, about that, that. The- being generous that was the complicated part, you know, for us to go to a street address like three times you know, <laughs> and still not, not able to, uh, to provide the, uh, yeah, the gifts. Oh yeah, oh my god, that one place with the, at the dentist's office. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We went I to the same place three times. Wait, was that? <laughs> point, did they give you a wrong address? At one point, I'm like... Uh, Why was it a dentist office? What happened there? Yeah, t- tell us the whole story. I want to know everything because I don't know about this part. <laughs> So the main problem, I think, the, is that uh, a lot of them didn't provide the specific address. They'd provide the street number, and like the like the uh, the house number, something like that. But they don't provide, like, for example, like where exactly the house, like the unit number or whatever. So we'd just be standing like in the streets, like that. In the case of a dentist, we did follow exactly the Google Maps. We ended up there, <laughs> but it's at, at a dentist. Where are we supposed to put the gift? You know? <laughs> at some point, I was like Munisa, so we just put it at the front of the dentist, like entrance, and <laughs> just hope someone will pick it up. Or we even ask people on the street, like, do you know where this address? <laughs> and they didn't even know. They were like, no, we don't. <laughs> That's uh, funny. So, so yeah, like uh, I remember for do- for those we we had to ask for a different street address. Uh, it was uh, it was I think uh, oh I'm not gonna mention the the club, but yeah, like we we asked for a different street number and uh, they gave us and we succeeded <laughs> in delivering it. <laughs> I still need to do the dog treats. Yeah, the dog yeah. treats. I think my parents are at their wits' end. They really <laughs> want to get rid of those dog treats. <laughs> <laughs> They've been there since oh my December. God, that's so <laughs> funny. They're uh, they're like at this point you could just feed them to the turtle. I was like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> we paid for those, buddy. So we got to get those out. Those yeah, weren't even sponsored. <laughs> Your turtle starts growing fur. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many bags do you have left still at your house? Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> Why don't you just ship them at this point? That's like all of them when he said that's. <laughs> That's all of the doctrines. Oh man. Okay. I'm hoping you're still gonna deliver them and not just have them for dinner. Yeah, I was gonna start like this month. Okay. Cool. Cool. I mean, I, I can still help you with some here. Really? I'm here. Oh, yeah, I can still help you. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm, yeah, no, I'm, I'm an auto. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's let's finish what we started. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. When we were deciding teams for the delivery people for the SLA, I was like, "You gotta put Ahmed and Monisa together. They've 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 worked well on deliveries before." <laughs> also, I love I love this is not related to sponsorship, but but um during the SLA, you guys you guys didn't see unless you've watched it like the six hour recording. But you guys were the only ones who were like, "Here's hand sanitizer and here's like napkins, to, like wipe it." Everyone else was just like, "Here's the trophy and just like oh, really." Like, <laughs> We were following protocol. <laughs> you were, yeah, you were the only one. So it was really funny because we would see like you guys being so careful and then it would cut to like Lilia's car <laughs> and she was literally just handing the truth. At some point, Lily even opened up the box. <laughs> and we're like... My <laughs> hands were sanitized. It's fine. I don't leave my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it was good that you guys were following extra procedures, but what, Lilia and 
but it was okay. We were, we were breaking <laughs> any rules. But it was it was a great contrast to see like the team that was super careful, super organized, and then the rest of them which it's were because they already had like <laughs> chemistry working together. They already exactly knew. they had so much yeah, experience. We, we had experience. We had experience. <laughs> That's not yeah. fair for Lilia. <laughs> I love I love the, no Lilia. I love the photo shoot Monisa with you in your heels. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> the fit check like every hour. <laughs> that, that part was so funny because like uh, the day before uh, we were all joking uh, joking but the 10% of me was actually scared that I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> like 90% I was joking 10% I was like should I say goodbye like, to my family or I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, yeah but but she she proved me wrong. She was very like she was, uh, <laughs> No, she she handled really well. Well, uh, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. I'm glad to be here. Let's say hi to your uh, to your turtle, Monisa. <laughs> your turtle. <laughs> the last point we have on our talking list, unless you guys have any new ideas, is um, recommendations for the future. Because I do want to use this as a promotion to hire new sponsorship uh, execs. Um, so I'll leave that up to you guys. What do you guys think? What do you guys want to end us off with? So I can I can start with that. Like I would say, uh, if there's something that I would leave with the future sponsors, something that because uh, this was my new, my first experience as a like a sponsor as VP sponsorship, but something that worked out really well for me is that I always try to put uh, the their priority before before any other priority. So I always try to put the the sponsors' uh, needs and wishes before. Because I feel like uh, what I've seen, not not in CVO, but like in other organization, we'd always like go hard on what we need from the from sponsors stuff like that, which might come too too aggressive. So like my advice is that whoever whoever is gonna initiate contact with the future associations or organizations, that always try to put them uh, before uh, before like what's what we require from them because they, they really appreciate that. It makes it much easier to to form like the the trust. And they're also like they're all people that want to to have like a difference, make a change, and like if you actually reach out that message to them, they would also reciprocate. Uh, so I think that's the main thing that uh, just make sure you you uh, prioritize the partnership and and have a, uh, to to have a trust before any other benefits or value that you're, that you're looking for. Yeah, that's a really good point, Ahmed. Like building off building off of uh, the trust aspect, I think just like making your relationship like personal with the sponsors. Um, treating them as like people rather than a wallet that you're going to get money from um <laughs> is very helpful i think that people are more inclined to help you out once you have like a personal relationship with them um i like personally found it very hard to like find um corporations as sponsors just because you can't really build a, a personal rapport with them um so i guess just using like the personal connections that you already have and uh finding like other sponsors from there so if your mom works at like i don't know cibc um getting her to to like speak to a manager or something like that um not directly reaching out to companies because they're not very inclined because they don't know you and they don't have like the trust and they don't have a personal relationship with you i have one last question before we end off what would you say to someone who's looking to apply to cvuo less so about sponsorship and more about cvuo and your experience at CVO and stuff like that. Well, for me, I'll, t- I'll say why I, I I applied and why they should. Like I remember when I was uh, I came to the camp like the CVO Instagram, I was seeing the pictures of the SLA that uh, it happened during that pandemic, like the <laughs> beginning of the 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 like the the like the virus. 
what I liked is how of a, like cohesive the group was, and it's, it's, and how I uh, how I view this is that I know that was such a challenging time to have all those differences, but still like I saw they were so positive. I remember seeing like these uh, videos of them like, um, uh, like uh, within like the office and stuff like that. So, and I saw like this is really this is something that I would like to be a part a part of. And after that, I think that it's really confirmed what uh, what I I imagined it would be like because every like the team was amazing like every event every meeting it was super fun i enjoyed every like p- part of it and uh like uh it's it saddened me that i didn't get to actually meet everyone personally but like uh the experience was super fun like if you actually want to have that kind of uh, integral like part of the campus life with the clubs and meet amazing people uh it's cvo is really the place for like there's no other place within the university you can experience this like yes clubs are amazing but cvo is like uh this kind of I, it's connected to all the dots basically that's how i would see it so, and really it was uh, a, a very fun time and of course the thanks goes to hassan of course for making it oh. all possible <laughs> and to everyone of course uh, all the team members and stuff like uh, it was an absolute pleasure oh that's gonna be really hard to top ahmed <laughs> ahmed sorry um i'm sorry <laughs> but i don't know for me when i was joining i'm kind of like a snob so i was like oh like i want to be a part of a bigger like organization or a bigger club that actually can like create an impact and i saw that cbo had a lot of followers and we're actually doing things on campus um so that's kind of why i wanted to be a part of it but uh the experience was not at all what i expected like it was more like of a like a group of friends kind of working together to like accomplish a goal like it was just a very pleasant environment and a great team to work with um yeah i've met a lot of very cool people um under hassan's leadership i think we accomplished a lot of amazing things so i just yeah just get just get involved just join i think it'll be a great time for anyone who decides to to join i'm glad i asked that because i was going to shower you with compliments next because i honestly think this was like the pivotal year for sponsorship um where it's like this is going to set the standard from for the years to come and the stuff we mentioned like the historical stuff like the rbc sponsorship that's going to be a partnership for years to come as well as like the jasad partnership it's going to be a thing for years to come and the sponsorship team did more than sponsors sponsorship because you guys have set up the club bank accounts that is a huge huge thing um and the graduate club integration to our system another huge thing two of the biggest things we did this year even though they were to at the end just to get money for both those people uh they were really great and honestly they've changed a lot of what cvo does so like i couldn't be more happy with how things worked out with this team you guys have done an amazing job and Lilia's going to do an even more amazing job next year with the role she takes on. Um, so it's going to be, <laughs> fingers crossed, yeah. Um, so yeah, okay, that's how we're going to end it. It's the end of the podcast, guys. <laughs>